0: You are now tuned in to another episode of Let's go. Queer and Cool. Coming straight from Miami to your home. Woo. DJ and web developer Bree Daddy discussing raw,
1: vulnerable, and cutthroat topics in the queer community.
0: This is Queer and Cool. All good. But yeah, so you said you had, you, you had some PTSD because you started outside from your window.
1: From my window and then like down the street it was a gas station so I seen them like busting everything out. They like literally fucked up the shop right um, down the street from my house and what happened was once they bust into the shop right like you know how they got an alarm system that goes off the alarm system was going off for about a week so like even it was fucking crazy like I can't make this shit up. I'm like yo this is literally a third world country that we living in right (laughs) right
0: Right. like that's no that's that's difficult. That's even difficult to hear. Imagine <laughs> that. Because, especially because you your background. You, you lived in the suburbs. So like to be literally 60 miles away from your hometown. And if that, and your, your experience in that, that probably would, that would drive me nuts too. And has because I had moved to Daytona, which was like crackhead city. And then from there, I had moved to North Miami beach, which was at the time where I lived, where I lived in, in that year, it was the hood. So I, I feel you, right? I feel you. Your, your surroundings can really detriment your mental
1: health. Yeah, it, it absolutely can. And um it did. It affected my mental health extremely bad, like super, super bad. I couldn't keep a job. My business started to fail. I was kind of like, I didn't, I felt like I was feeling myself now that I look back at it. I know that like all seeds have to be planted in darkness in order for it to grow. But that's how I was feeling. Um, it was, it was bad and I just know when it was time to go. So in January, if my lease was up, I was like, you know what? I'm not about to renew it. I'm not about to keep paying this man. Um, and I just, I was ready. I just was ready to go. And I always told my boyfriend, I'm like, listen, Cause I'm, I've been in a six, almost six years now, but a five year relationship. Um, right. And I'm like, I, I want to go. Like I was supposed to go two years before that, but he's like, no, it's not the right time. Something doesn't feel right. And I'm happy that I didn't go because God forbid, I, like that's when COVID happened. Once he said that, like, oh. he, was like I told he was like, I told you, BB. Cause that's what he called me. He's like, I told you BB. And I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Um. And in January, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just take this time. I was like, I don't have any kids. I was like, he'll support me either way. Um, And that's what I did. I just went. I fell in love with it. Like, when I tell you in love with it, I fell in love with Mexico. Like, it's peaceful. It's affordable. I can literally think. I can create. The weather is always nice. And that was another thing. Um, I found out I'm not really a winter person, even though I'm a winter baby. When uh, right. the weather also affects your moods as well. So, yep. um, I'm like, okay, this is it. So, then I, I was only here for a month and then I came back to Delaware. So, I ended up living with my mom for maybe like two or three months while I was getting myself together, like transitioning from Philly um, and all of that type of stuff. So, then about in June, June July, what was this month? I've been here almost two months now. Yeah, we're in July now. Wow, it's like time be going by fast, but I basically came back literally at the end of May. So maybe like May 29th, May 30th, and I've been here ever since. Um, I signed my first lease. I have an apartment down here, and it's just beautiful. Like so what prompted my move honestly was I just needed to reset my mental, yep. Um, and reset my life because it was just it was just too much. Like I don't know how people can live in poverty and be okay with it like I was not okay with it I'm like I'm too great for this type of shit right here like (laughs) right great so I had to make a change for myself and I really didn't desire to move anywhere else in the states um I didn't desire to move anywhere else so that's what prompted my move out of the country I'm like this is close enough but far enough and I can afford to be here by myself right now so that's what prompted my move to Mexico
0: wow And I feel that because, you know, I I knew right in high school that I had to get the fuck up out of north, up north, period. Like, at first, my dad was like, "Okay, maybe you just need to get out of Delaware. We can go to go go to a college in Philly. And I was like, listen, I I gave up a lot to move to Florida because everyone knew I was a baller and I had mad scholarship opportunities and none of them were in florida i think the furthest was like virginia they were all d2s and some d3s but i just i, I had a ch- i had to really think about the future all right am i going to make this short-term you know decision where i go to school for for free or partially free you know for basketball Or am I going to make a decision for myself and be the adult that I am? Because even if I play ball out here, I'm not going to be happy in general because I've been playing ball all my life and I was happy playing basketball, but I wasn't happy in the areas that I was in. And I was like, dad, I've already lived in Philly. I'm here every damn near every weekend because of you. Okay. And I'm not happy here. I'm not going to be happy in New York because it's bigger and dirty. Like, so it's, you know, it's not, if I don't like, if I didn't care to live in Philly anymore, I'm not going to care to live in New York. Like that's just how I felt. And I was like the best feeling I ever felt was when I, when I was in Florida, because I had came to visit Florida in 2013 because my uncle had passed. So we had came down to Tallahassee, but we had to take a train, 16 hour train from Wilmington, Delaware. To Jacksonville, Florida and from Jacksonville to Tallahassee is like another, like almost two hours, like in the traffic moves. in. so I was driving with my mom and I was like, it feels real nice out here. And she was like, doesn't it? And I was like, I don't know, mom, I really think Florida, like it, it just, I just felt it. I was like, Florida might be for me. I think Florida's for me. And she was like, well, you know what? I've been trying to get us to move to Florida since you sent right before you met moved to high school, but I I just wasn't there yet financially. And I was like, well, we got to prepare now until I graduate from Hodgson, because I'll go, if, if I apply to colleges down here, I think we should just take that, that move to move down here. Now, my dad wasn't cool with that first, but now it's funny because he wants to live in Florida. And, <laughs> and, while I didn't go to school in the same city my mom moved to, because she moved to a relatively cheap city, which was Tallahassee. Um, I went to school about six, seven hours away, which was in Miami. At first, I went to Bazoom cookman which is an HBCU as well, mm-hmm. but I did not like the school. They, they were ghetto as hell, and definitely didn't have a good computer science program, so I ended up coming to school down in Miami, and I've been here ever since, down here in South Florida, and while I am almost ready to, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm ready to move out of Florida, but I'm. you've definitely inspired me with the thought of moving out of the country, or at least getting a property out of the country, because I was saying that to my girlfriend and to my family, like, I don't know, I really could, I really would be fine with finding a property and staying there six months out the year, at least, <laughs> like, I don't see an issue with that, so What I liked after doing my research when you told me where you moved was the cost of living, you know, and not just the cost of living, but even just as far as like, you know, going to grab a meal, groceries, gas, like all that stuff really, really factors in. So would you say that, the you know, where you're at in Mexico, is it relatively cheaper than Philly or did you? have to you know financially prepare yourself to either pay more or less
1: um honestly it's real it's a lot cheaper like I won't say a lot but for me it's a lot because I'm kind of like a minimalist um that's important it is it's really important but one thing I can say is the cost of living because the cost of living is the most expensive bill that any of us have right yep, exactly. um and this is the best. Uh, I, I, that's why I wish we was kind of doing it on video. But what I'll do is I'll make a little TikTok send it to you so that way. Oh yeah,
0: because we can use that for the promo video.
1: Yeah, you can have it for the promo. Um, but basically this is the best apartment I have ever had in my entire life. And it is also the cheapest. So it's going to blow your fucking mind how much I pay. <laughs> for, <laughs> for how rent. much do you pay? I paid five hundred and twenty dollars. For a one, a two, like. So I'm in. It's kind of like a studio, but it's a luxury studio. It's just technically considered like a, a condo or a loft.
0: Oh wow!
1: I have a private rooftop that I access all by myself. Um, it's a security guard. It's a. It's private. It's gated. Like it is fucking phenomenal i have a patio stainless steel appliance um granite countertops like the shit is bomb i love my apartment honestly and it came furnished so it came with a bed um a smart tv an ac
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 we gotta really dial in because <laughs> y'all queer and cool y'all can be y'all can live in mexico in this city, which, pronounce it for me again. Medida. M-E-R-I-D-A, y'all. Okay. <laughs> this, wow. And I'm actually on online looking at this right now. Okay. And I actually see places that are, like, almost the size of my house. Two bedrooms, you know, with security guards, big places, all a golf court. And it's only $12,000 a year, which is $1,000 a month. So you're telling me you live in this luxury studio condo kind of loft for like $500? Yes. That's only $6,000 a year. Correct. Which (laughs) which in in South Florida, that's only about two to three months here. And that's what you pay in a year. Holy (laughs) shit. Um, wow. So that that's, that's really, that first off, that's congrats because that's really impressive because I was, I was excited to get that answer. And as far as your cost of living, what do you, what do you do to, to, to cover that cost? Are you working full time? Do you have anything that you do on the side that takes care of your expenses? So, yeah,
1: I, it's two things for the most part. So I have a full-time job, but I also trade. Um, And I'm in the transition of quitting my full, like I'm going to give myself 30 days, but I'm quitting. I'm going to quit my full-time job and become a full-time trader because I've been profitable, um, consistent. And honestly, the biggest thing that I had to work on was my mind. Like I was trading at home, but I wasn't as successful because I was, Really thinking out of a lack mindset, but when I tell you there is no way I can ever be upset in this space. Like once I show y'all, y'all gonna be like, you know what, bitch, you know what, you can't even have a bad fucking day. Like your team right. to have a bad
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking up. I can't wait to see this video.
1: Like That's how I feel. So that's what I do. Um, I do work full-time remote work from home. It's for a pharmaceutical company. It's just customer service. Um, Actually one of the easiest jobs that I've ever had. And that's another thing that I'm really good at too. I should probably really start offering that as a service but helping people find employment just because anybody who helps me, who has asked me to help them find employment, I get them a job. Like, whether it be friends, my mom, my uncle, like anybody, they're like, I need a job. I'm like, I got you. Just send me a resume. I'll redo the resume, apply to some stuff, give you some inter- interviewing um, tips and stuff like that, and then you'll get it. As long as oh, yeah, that's, you that's right. a whole
0: business. Yep.
1: It is. It's, it's, a, it's a whole business. Go to you for sure and that's why because they're like yo how the fuck do you keep getting these jobs like bj when i tell you like this job i just got pulled it out of my ass and i and remind y'all i don't work for lo- nothing less than uh the lowest i'll go is 18 an hour i don't give a fuck what i'm doing i'm not going right. lower than 18 dollars an hour i can't afford to because no, yeah <clears throat> life um but i did that and well, that's what I do. And as far as like trading and stuff like that, that brings me in. I would say like maybe like an extra hundred to two hundred dollars um, a month. Now, once I become transition to full time, that number is going to be completely different because I'll actually have time to sit down and do my charts and you know the things like that. Right. But that's pretty much it. Um, and I also had a jewelry company, but I took a break from that just because I moved to Mexico and it's not really. Um, the shipping is not the best here, so I didn't really want to ship my products back overseas, which was right. challenging. So that, those are like my streams of incomes at this point.
0: That's so awesome. You know what? What I what I like to dial in is first of all, while every, while not, I don't want to say everybody because I'm not going to project that at everybody, but uh, of course, many people think about the rich, you know, getting rich and and all this, but rich is the mindset. It is rich is the mindset. Rich is knowing that you, you was able to get up from Philly from your hometown as well and move out the country, you know, manage a a healthy relationship with your boyfriend, which I'll tap into a question that I'm sure people have next. Um, and also just, I love what you said about being a minimalist because that's actually what I'm trying to transition into in my life, cutting out extra shit, you know, eating out unnecessarily, um, and I mean, what I'm saying in now, I mean, like going to like these brunches that have shitty food and it's just an Instagrammable place paying one, two hundred, three hundred dollars. I, I One dinner me and my girlfriend went to was four hundred dollars and we still went and got like pizza after like it, uh-huh. it, it was it wasn't giving. And I told her, I was like, this is my last time spending this much money because I know you don't I know you don't love me because of me taking on these fancy dinners. So there's no point in doing all this extra stuff. Maybe once in a while we'll go to a place that actually has good food, but I'm tired of us breaking the bank for this, you know? So I really have been transitioning into more of a minimal lifestyle. Um, you know, bought a new fridge so I can get more water from the fridge, you know, put more organic stuff in there, get a juicer, like as me and you discussed prior, like just trying also to be healthier, but also being more cognitive of what I'm spending my money on because it's not even necessary. Like, so I love the fact that you dialed into a few things, you know what, you know that you're not going to go under $18 an hour because you know, your cost of living, you set up these nice goals with trading. And now you also know how you'll be able to, you know, expand that into maybe $500 a month, a thousand dollars a month. But you, but the biggest thing that I want everybody to take away is knowing that everything starts with your mindset point blank period. That's it. I agree. When I was when living down here last year, I lived in downtown um, Fort Lauderdale and I hated it. I don't even think I stayed my full lease. Currently mm. I live in a city called Tamarack, which is pretty much still like kind of like a town in Fort Lauderdale, but it's super West. It's not, it's, there's no, I, I, I promise you, there's nothing around here where people come up here and like go party and stuff. And sometimes my friends are like, well, what do you do up there? And I'm like, nothing. i'm chilling this isn't i'm not i don't want to live near a bunch of all uh, you know clubs and all this stuff anymore i already did that and i was actually agitated i like peace there's just like you said there's a couple markets nearby um you know there's a there's a publix where i can go go shopping for my food i also have an instacart so people can drop off food um I live in, a, I finally live in a neighborhood again. I haven't lived in a real neighborhood in a while where I can walk my dog, like, you know, where people can actually see a sign and it says something, something like, I haven't <laughs> lived in something like that. And that was my own ever since I moved to Florida. So it was just, it's just a nice feeling that, that you live. I have solitude in a city or in a state really that's known to not really have exactly that. It's more like partying and Coke and all this extra bullshit. No, I can I go outside and I have a lake and I have my beautiful home and there's nothing nearby where people are distracting and stuff. I actually have to drive to these areas and I actually was I actually freed myself from the shackles just maybe 2 weeks ago because I me and my girlfriend was talking and I w- and I was like, "Babe, even though I moved so far from all this bullshit, I keep driving back to it." And she would say, "Well, it's because that's what you're used to, but you need to
1: build a new routine." routine Mm. and she's absolutely right because I found myself I found myself in the same situation right so for instance when I first moved to Mexico Merida is already like a super super quiet place yep but there is like a strip um to where they have like a whole bunch of stuff and ironically enough like every Airbnb that I stayed at was basically on that strip um in, or it's in Centro, like Centro was like a place, is, and that was in Centro yesterday, Um, because, you know, sometimes you kind of have to come out of your solitude into the chaos, because that's right, where the things are, and I was in uh, downtown yesterday, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, I'm so happy, like, I'm finally, like, I'm away from all of this, but when I first was here, I found myself constantly having to go to Centro, and I'm just like, Because that was a part of my routine. It's like, oh, well, I go here for this and I go here for that and I go here for this and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay. once I finally got settled in this space and I found the little markets and all the little things that were accommodating to me, I found myself less going into the chaos and kind of really got comfortable with the quietness because... When you're like your girlfriend said, when you're used to it, it's just like that's kind of all, you know, until it's not all, you know, until you figure out something new for you to know. Yep. Yeah. I can highly like relate. That's like super, super relatable. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And and I was like, wow. And it's and it's no shade because some of my friends still live downtown and some, you know, some of my friends want to move downtown or live close to downtown. And I live maybe about 20 minutes from downtown Fort Lauderdale and 35 to 40 minutes from downtown Miami, but she hit it on the nail. And I was like, I do need a new routine. Like this is the problem. I have all these, par- mu- all this money I have to pay in parking tickets. You know, I have, to, I have, I, I probably spend at least minimum 75 to hundred and some dollars every time I go to these chaotic places, you know, and I'm just like, why do I feel so? Why do I still feel the necessity or the need to go do this? And I'm like, it's because it was my routine. I, yes, I moved to a different place, but that didn't change my routine. So I had changed my routine of starting to wake up, shower, you know, get ready. And I just went straight to my little coffee bar in my house, made my own coffee, get to my desk, work put my phone on do not disturb. So no one's invited me anywhere because I I had to work on my boundary or, and I also had to let my friends know, like, listen, I'm not going to be offended, but please don't invite me to these places or please understand. I'm not going to these places to work at anymore. I'm not, I'm not gonna do all this extra stuff. I have a home that is three times the size of my old apartment and I want to use it. I want to use it. This is what I pay every month. I have, I pay a mortgage mortgage like I need to spend time in my home now I don't lie again just like you just like me anyone else once in a while to go catch up with friends and grab a dinner and stuff cool but Brooklyn it was to the point where I spent more money I spend more money out than I do just cooking or <laughs> making yeah. my own stuff or preparing my own meal or and it's like I grew up like that I can I can't even tell you how many times I used to go out to eat in Delaware because my mom always, my mom was always cooked. People used to come to our house because we always cooked. Yeah. Like, we would be throwing down. And I'm like, damn, I don't even know the last time I made a nice lasagna. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> or a macaroni and cheese. Like, I'm like, wow. In fact, now I think about it, I might make a cauliflower macaroni and cheese today. Like, just because I'm too busy ordering bullshit. Mm. Or I'm going to satisfy my friends by seeing them downtown or I'm going to these, you know, co-working spaces because i all, because I want a matcha (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, I had to really sit with myself and say, is this really helping me? And and it's not like it was helping them either. I mean, I love seeing my friends, but we could go catch a movie too. We can go walk at a park. We could meet at the gym. It has to be productive. And that's where, and that's where, and that's where I'm at nowadays. Like it it has to really benefit me now because we're not getting any younger. And yes, as I always plan on increasing my salary. Like I always say, okay, this is my goal this year. I'm going to do this, whether it's business or, you know, getting a a raise or whatever may be, I would like to actually decrease my, my cost of living. And that's what I like. That's what I like about what you did. And that's why I particularly had to have you on this podcast because most people increase their, their income. And then increase their cost of living.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You increase your income and decrease your cost of living. That's the hack.
1: It is. It's the it's it's the rich hack. Like so, one thing that I've been doing a lot is studying how the rich move. Now, granted, because n- I don't want people to think like, oh, it's just all about the money and da 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 da. Like, I'm one of those people. That once I get money, all I want to do is sit on my ass in my farm with my kids and my husband and plant and garden, like, and tend to our fucking horses and our cat. Like, I want to do that. And in order for me to do that in a capitalistic world that we live in, we need money. And in order to have money, you need to have a rich mindset. Because if you do not have a rich mindset, you'll have a poor mindset and you will live in lack. And when you live in lack.
0: Say that again. Say that again. If you
1: don't have a what, a rich mindset, you will have a poor, a poor mind. mindset. And if you have a poor mindset, then you live in lack. And when you live in lack, you have to work for your money. Like I, I'm I, right now, and I want y'all to know, like my my account is at one fifty. By the end of tomorrow, it's going to be at a thousand dollars. Like Ooh. I'll take a picture right now, and I'm gonna send it to you tomorrow because. We, and it's a, I don't even want to get, I don't want to, because I, one thing about me, I'm going to preach. I am going to keep it. No, this is what we need. (laughs) Preach. I'm going to preach and I'm going to talk about my God because all glory truly does go to him. Yep. And one thing about it, when I was in Philly, I'm like my, like my, nobody understood, but I'm like, I'm so, like you always said, people always knew you for your mindset and how you carry yourself. Yep. And that's because I te- like, I nurture those things. Like, you know how people tend to their flowers and their plants. Yeah. I tend to that in myself and I always have, and I always will. And in, in Philly, I noticed. I'm like, it's too. Like you said, you literally would go downtown for a matcha. Like, yo, that's how it was. I'm like, I just need Chipotle every day. I need this. I need that. Right. I need that, that. And I was running so much that I couldn't like really sit down in solitude. And when I was sitting in solitude, it was still chaos around me because I would hear the noise. I hear babies. I hear like. Living, they like straight They know what they're doing strategically, putting us in those hoods and those ghettos because you cannot thrive in those type of environments. Like that, look, li- that shit literally fucks up your mental space. So, yep.
0: It and did- and I knew something was wrong because I was going all these play. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I would start Starbucks a few few minutes away, but I was literally doing things where I would attach it to a reason that didn't even make sense. Like I'm going, I'm driving all the way downtown to work. And have a matcha and have a bagel. And yes, be around my friends, but sometimes I wouldn't be around my friends. So I'm like, what am I really doing? And again, it's just a routine. And I knew it was a bad routine for myself because it was costing more me more money. It was putting it, it was putting me in that poor mindset because I was thinking, Well, I'm at this nice ass place and stuff. So it must I must be living in 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 grace right now when really it was lack. You know why? Because I'm paying again. I would pay for parking and then I still would get paid, you know, get charged more money for parking. So now I got all these parking tickets, lack, you know, I'm paying $12 for a fucking matcha that probably doesn't even cost a few dollars to get a pack of it and make multiple ones. And I know this because my girlfriend got me a matcha pack and got me the milk frother um, tool thing to make the milk froth. And she basically got me the whole starter pack. And I never used it. I still look at it every day. And it's not because I didn't appreciate it, because but it was my routine of having someone make it
1: for 40, me. Yeah.
0: And 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 listen, that might work for some people because some people might be on the road all the time. So, you know, to each their own. Because if someone's always on the road and they have to get something on the way, again, to each their own. But we're talking about a woman who works from home. Yeah. I there's no reason why I should be spending more sixty two dollars a week on gas damn that's not even including the parking tickets that's not including the the food that i that i spend i I spend about i would say i'm not even gonna hold you brooke i was spending at least over five six hundred dollars a week on food Not not including my meal prep that I spend $75 to $95 a week for and don't eat, and half the time don't even eat it because my routine was fucked up. That and as much as people say, Vanberry, you, you goals, you you make good money, I make great money. But guess what? I still had a poor mindset. And I kept trying to tell myself, nah, nah, I'm just, you know, I just need to reallocate. No, bitch. Get your shit together and get your routine together. And the reason why I'm so inspired by you is because I actually was looking at your content and I was like, you know, Brooklyn's doing it exactly right. She's doing it right. I need to get my shit together. So last from, the, so, since I got back from Philly um, to now, I've been, you know, my girlfriend and I, cause we don't live together, but she comes over maybe two or three times a week. She actually has been making me iced coffee and, and, taught me how to make an iced coffee so I've been making iced coffee Been making my own coffee I've been I've I've made I haven't spent money on breakfast at all like I usually do I've been making my own breakfast you know she's taught me even little methods of like while you're making food put start washing the dishes like like like, it's, it's so crazy how all those little things really prevented me from making my own food and so now it's more harder for me to think about going downtown to eat and all. Like now I'm like, mm, unless it's y'all birthday, I ain't going.
1: Right. Because you start to, you start to look at things differently. And honestly, the, what I had to start doing was living intentionally. Like, yep that's the yeah and you have to have intentions with whatever you're doing like even the things that you put down into your body like what is the intention of this like is this actually nourishing me or am I just using it for taste am I mostly eating right now or am I truly hungry like so it's just all of those things and I started to ask myself those questions after I kind of like regained my relationship with God um Mm -hmm. honestly like I really did because He's an intentional being. Like, literally, this earth was created by thoughts. He was intentional about the trees. He was intentional about us. He was intentional about just all the things. So it's like when you're not moving with intentions, you're just doing whatever. And then you look up and you're living in the hood in fucking West Philly or you're spending twelve dollars on fucking matchas. You know right. what I mean? so- <laughs> Unnecessarily
0: at that. Again, putting it out there, y'all, I work from home a hundred percent. It's not like I work downtown. <laughs> and, and, and you know what I'm saying? Because give you know, for for giving it giving people some grace for those who like have to drive to work and they just don't want to wake up early and make food and stuff. Cool. You guys are doing it for convenience. That's your intention. But for me and you too, cause I know you work from home. Like it, it's some, again, I had to get out of the mindset that I don't drive to work anymore. I've been working from home for almost two years. You know, I don't live downtown anymore. I bought a house. <laughs> like, like, What the fuck? Like, I bought a house 20 minutes from downtown. I don't need to go back down there or go to downtown Miami either to do these things, you know? Like, it's exactly what you said, intentions. And me, even this Sunday, I said to myself, like, after we record this podcast, I am taking my ass to the market again because I went to the market yesterday to eat. And now I'm going to go to a a closer market to go food shop because today I am going to... To, my goal this week is, all right, I already started making my own breakfast. Now this week, I'm going to start preparing my own smoothies. I'm going to have a smoothie in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have, my breakfast is probably going to be my lunch, and I am going to start making dinners, whether it's cauliflower mac and cheese with a salad or you know stuffed salmon with another green. Like I'm going to start eating more organic. And and stuff, and I'm also going to be biking. I bought me a bike pump (laughs) on the left side of my shoulder, and I will pump my bike because I've been using I've been paying for bikes at the beach when I have a bike in front of my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) That's some American shit. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes, (laughs) unnecessary. And that's why ugh, I can't even dial in as, like, as much as I want to about how impressed I am, like, to the to the point where I literally might have to go out to Mexico and record where you're at and, and build a blog around this topic. Because when I went to Tulum, I was like, I see why people move here. Mm-hmm. I see what, when I went to, especially when I went to the beach side, I was in love with the beach side. The downtown, mm, they can miss me with that one. But the beach side, I just in Mexico in general, I was like, mm-hmm, this is my, this is gonna be my goal. Like, I'm going to, it doesn't even have to be just Mexico. It could just be anywhere outside the U.S. that makes me feel like I don't have to live in this world of instant gratification. And, yes, the matrix. Yup. Oh my god. Like, because that's what it was. I had I made the worst decision I ever made uh, for me, not for others. Whatever you guys do is up for y'all. The worst decision I ever made was moving downtown because because I lived in a city of instant gratification and all that. It it almost feels like if I didn't if I didn't order out or I didn't drive downtown or I didn't order a matcha or I didn't record everything I was doing or just all these things. That's been promoted and marketed to us, I almost felt like I was a failure. everything was driven by ego mm-hmm. and I sit here and I think this hasn't brought me any money back right this hasn't gotten me any like let's say new followers that would really you know do something for me this hasn't brought me new clientele but when I do when I when I do things that that I'm setting intentions for, as you would say, just like, just like you said, like your God is going to take care of it. And I agree because once I started putting back into myself, I started getting more web design clients. I started getting, you know, Spotify reached out to me for, for the pod- podcast. You know, I got, I got a new job offer, you know, like just all these things. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So, you're right. That's one thing I'm going to say. My God always going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> he, also, he also told me I owe $600 in parking tickets, but he still <laughs> responded. But he yeah. also said, But it's cool, I got you because here's this job offer for 120 k Yep. What are you going to do with this money?
1: Yep. $600 now, is nothing.
0: And now I'm building this app for creators to connect with other creators. And because that's my goal is to, is I've always been a passionate for creators, you know, and us connecting and there's nothing really out there that's bringing in creators to connect with other creators. So you're in this area of Mexico and let's say, you know, it's a, it's a weekend, you want to go visit Tulum. It'd be nice if, if you want to connect with other creators, maybe you want to start, you know, vending again, or, you know, doing something with your jewelry business. Cause Tulum is huge on that air, on that stuff. You know, it'd be nice if you can go on. On the app is called Jam. Um, it'd be nice if you get on Jam and you're able to connect with other creators. But again, I, I'm I'm going to take this money and be intentional and invest into something that honestly is probably a million dollar idea rather than buying some stupid ass matcha again when I have it at home. Wow. So, so I agree. Being intentional with your money. You know, with what you're doing, but what you're putting inside your body. I'm glad you actually said that because I almost ordered some chicken wings. So <laughs> I'm traducing. glad that you said that because that, that's so true. Wow. So, for those who are listening, you know, I'm sure they want to know. Yes, you went out there to, to visit and it was a vacation, but, you know, what were the proper steps that you took literally? to move there like because I know out here we have like for rent.com zillow.com you know we have these American sites where we can find uh, where you can find apartments and houses and maybe you can call your a local realtor but what did you do considering that you moved out the country
1: ah okay so one thing that I can say about Mexico is Mexico is a cash country like as long as you got the cash they got whatever you need and <laughs> No bullshit. Like, listen, whatever you need, you got the cash, they got you. So, <laughs> that's what I love because I'm going to be completely transparent. I was like, same same thing. I was young, getting a whole bunch of money, but I fucked my credit up um, from like the cars and credit cards and houses and stuff like that. So, in Mexico, they don't really care about that. What I did personally was I have a friend down here. When I first came, the cra- this is a crazy, because I, I, I really do want to share this story. So the crazier thing, I first started looking on YouTube and I seen this girl. Her name was Energy, right? I don't know her real name, but that's her YouTube name. Um, so I'm an energizer because I love her channel. And she's like basically a nomadic black female traveler. And when I started seeing her videos, she was actually in Merida and she was talking about how safe it was and all that. So that's when I was supposed to come two years ago. So that seat was always planted in my mind. I'm like, okay, the first opportunity I get, I'm going to go. So long story short, two years later, boom, boom, I went back on YouTube. And, you know, they always show you like suggested videos. I ended up running into another girl who is actually my friend now? <laughs> like, that's my dog. We're literally in the process of finding her an apartment at this point because I've helped her work on her mindset. I'm like, sis, if I can do this, you're gonna do it, and I'm gonna give you 30 days. So <laughs> right. I'm gonna show you how to get this shit done, right? right? Long story short, I started watching her videos. She gave me some game on um, like how to find houses and stuff. So she was like, just, she said, all you need, honestly, is Facebook. So what I did was I downloaded my Facebook go on facebook marketplace i found my apartment once i found my apartment i was like okay i have my you need your passport let's put that first you cannot come to mexico without a passport right um got my passport i came down and i'm just like okay this is where i want to be i'm still i don't i still am on a tourist visa so a tourist visa is 180 days now once you're on a tourist visa it's really easy to get um, residency here. You can do it a a few ways. So you can do temporary residency, which is a year, two years and up to four. And the only thing that you need to show is that you make at least 2,500 USD a month, or you can have, um, I think they said an amount of like $40,000 or something like that, just in your bank account. So most of us are making $2,500 a month. Right. Um, so once i is that
0: is that before taxes like like they have to make you have to make 2500 usd before taxes yes okay that's fair that's very fair
1: yep very fair so as long as you're making that amount they just want to see the pay stubs and go but when you get the houses you know how in america you gotta have your credit then you gotta make three times the rent they don't give a fuck about none of that shit here if you like the place and you have the money for it, all you need is first, same thing as America, first, last, and like a security. And if you don't have somebody to like write off on it, so it's this thing called a, um, I forgot the actual word for it, but basically because of the place in Mexico that I'm currently in, you need somebody from Mexico who already owns their property. They cannot rent, they must own the property to sign off on you kind of like in America, like a, um, what is it called in America? When you have somebody um, like a cosigner. Oh, co-sign, yeah, kind of like a co-signer, but not really a co-signer. So if you don't have one of those, then you have to pay four times the rent. So let's just say here, um, I would have had to pay 500 times four, but for me, because I'm Miss Finesse, listen bitch, when I tell you I can get away with like long story short, I didn't have to pay four months and I do not have a um, a uh, co-signer. Like I said, listen y'all gonna get these three months y'all gonna get it all on Friday, cash in hand, what y'all trying to do? You feel me? And they said, alright bet, let's go. <laughs> I signed my lease. <laughs> right, And I got my property. Um, so that's how it goes and most of them are they're willing to do short term, but because they understand the way that millennials are moving now, like we're literally the people like we're we're digital nomads. So we'd like to move around a lot. So most of the times we're only here for three months, six months. Right. Um, but they're really cracking down on it to where you have to stay for a year, which I don't mind. Right. So- I'll be with that, too. Yeah, I'm super with it. And even if they were to like kick me out or whatever the case may be like the country or something like that, I'm like, shit, I'm about to go this bitch on Airbnb and y'all, I'm going to get paid while I'm not there. You know what I mean? So that's how I think about it. But that's not going to happen. I am working to get my residency. So once that process happens and I'll let you know, but honestly, all they want is the paperwork to see that you have the money coming in and the money to pay for your residency. And that's pretty much it, honestly. Like Yo, just,
0: that's that's real shit. That's real issue shit because oh my last question actually around that would be are you allowed to have a well I've seen that it, you know you gotta make twenty five hundred USD a month. So they're finally you having a job in America.
1: Yeah, they don't care.
0: Oh bet. And now now how is it while you're working in America, how do they feel about you living in Mexico?
1: Um so honestly I didn't even tell my job just because it's temp. Um, and for it was me...
0: it's
1: like a vacation. Yeah, and honestly, it's not even really a vacation. Shit, I show up every day. You right. feel me? I show up every day. Like, the the position is completely work from home, and a company that I worked for is an international company. Oh. So, I was literally in training class with motherfuckers who lived in Mexico City. Like, it was crazy. So, I'm like, all right, bet. Well, if their computers work there, then I know my computer gonna work overseas, too. And the only reason that I did not tell the job was because um, again, I wasn't really planning on staying there long. I just needed it to get me over the little hump that I was going through, help right. me invest into my trading, because I know my trading is what's going to basically support my lifestyle. So that's the only reason that I didn't tell them. Um, I wouldn't, rec- I, I don't even know, honestly, cause I'm such a, I'm not going to call myself a rebel, but I feel like if I'm doing what I need to do, you don't need to be keeping tabs on me. And that's just me personally. You feel me right. like who said, because I have this work from home position that I have to be in my home doing this job. Right. Like, Why? If, as long as I'm showing up and I'm getting the shit done, where does it matter around that? And that's yep. where the mind, you feel me the control comes in and that's like, I've always had a problem with that. That's why I always had a problem with the United States because yep. it's really just a whole bunch of motherfuckers trying to control you because they can't control themselves or they don't feel powerful enough without having other people under their thumb. Yep. Um, and that always bothered me. So I've always kind of been kind of like a go against the grain type of person, honestly, but shit, I'll say, if that's you how, work, but that's, you a, that's,
0: but that's, a, that's also another side of you having a rich mindset. Because, it is. Because again, you know, it's exactly that, you know what? I do agree that a lot of Americans have an issue with control. You're, and for me, even when I, with queer and cool, we have interns and they're international. They're, yeah. and we have some in the States and we have some, out the states and the one out the states they had asked like do you have a problem with us you know like right now we have a couple people in lagos nigeria i'm sure a lot of people know what that is now yes my aunt lives there (laughs) (laughs) and some of them expressed that they do plan on moving to a different part or you know some of them want to move to a different country like you know whatever it may be and i'm like okay is that going to affect you working (laughs) (laughs) Right. and they're like, no. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you know. Thank you for telling me, but also, like, they, you don't have to tell you don't have to tell me nothing. Like, as long as you can work, I don't care where y'all live. Y'all can live in Zimbabwe. Y'all can live in, in India, Pakistan, Italy. Like, but again, I, I do agree because why does why does it really matter? Now, I don't know where 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 it comes from the accounting side of things. You know, I can't speak on that because I'm sure some people might be like, well, you know, it's it's uh, some people have to have um sorry i don't know what it is like because i don't know if you get paid as a contractor or a full-time employee or whatever may be Mm -hmm. but i know there's some like some liabilities around paying someone who's a you know a resident in a different country now that i can understand but i feel like that could always that could be worked out between um you know you and the and the job that you work for but for me if i i think that's that's really cool so i'm happy to hear like how you moving abroad really like seemed to be an easier transition than I what I thought Yeah,
1: it, it's really easy on it was a lot easier than I anticipated I thought it was going to be a lot more um strenuous honestly but it wasn't and I don't know if it's because like this was like a, a, a move that God really would intend it for me or what but it was super easy like I honestly the U.S. just gives people such a hassle and such a hard Time um, with just a lot of things, but moving here, I didn't have that at all. It was easy for me to get an apartment. The Wi-Fi is included. Um, wow!
0: For five twenty-five, you had a bed, you had a TV, basically the the, the necessities. You have Wi-Fi,
1: everything, electric, all electric. of that shit is included. Like that actually, is
0: amazing. That that is amazing. <laughs> I. If that means if I was to have left this home and let's say Airbnb it and just get an apartment for like because I mean I wouldn't need anything crazy either it's like at least maybe one two bedroom like let's say it's still eight hundred dollars that means I'd be saving twelve hundred dollars a month yeah because my two my mortgage here um is two thousand dollars and that's because well the actual mortgage is let me just put it out here because people might just be thinking that's just what the mortgage is as far as like without property taxes, that's including the property tax, home insurance, all that stuff. Just the principal interest is about $1,100, not too bad, but because I live in Florida, you know, and in South Florida, that I have to pay high property taxes, high, a high home insurance, Um, that those two together already come up to almost like $800 a month. Mm -hmm. And then I got to pay the private mortgage insurance because I didn't put 20% down Uh, I didn't put a 20% down payment on my home, which is about just $96 a month. So that's just free game for people out there. If you don't have 20% to put down on your home, you're going to pay a small percentage every month, which whatever, I don't care about $96. But those two other things, yeah, they add the fuck up. So to think that my (laughs) homegirl from... That we grew up in the same city is living basically... In an area where it's not, I don't think, I don't think where you live and where I live are exactly the same, but there's a couple of things that I could do out there that I can do here. And there's things that you can do out here that you could do out there. So considering that that's what you still have, get, get to. I you wouldn't be missing out on shit is what I'm saying. You're not missing out on a beach. You're not nope. missing out on a, a, a market. You're not missing nope. out on general places to eat. You're not missing out on any experience and you're only paying a fourth. Of what I pay here.
1: Yep, a quarter. Yep, A quarter. I'm 20 minutes away from the beach. Right. Um, The market is right down the street that I can walk to. And the thing I like about the markets here in Mexico, they have um, frutarias, which are basically like little poppy stores with fresh homegrown fruits and vegetables and all of that is like at a fraction of the price. So if I take maybe like five US dollars or something like that, which is equivalent to a hundred pesos. I can go to the market and I'll be able to have fruit for the week. That's what I was going to tell you too. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. The shit's crazy. Since it's lit. Like, so how much do you pay
0: in like like groceries average and eating like groceries or eating out, whatever your preferences are both. How much do you think you pay uh, a week?
1: Um, I just did my budget and let me see if I could find it. Cause I like to, I eat a lot. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I eat a lot.
0: Me too, girl. Told you, I'm eating right after this.
1: So my transportation came up to fifty dollars for the month, and that's me taking cabs and stuff everywhere. I get my nails and stuff done. That come up to like sixty, and I get them done every two weeks. And I'm talking about gel manicure. That's your. That's for your hands and feet. Yes, ma'am, and twice. So that means it's only thirty dollars each time, and that's only because I get the extra shit like. Oh my God.
0: My girlfriend would pass out.
1: (laughs) I almost passed out because last time I was in the States, my pedicure alone with jail was $50. Like my pedicure alone. I didn't even, they didn't even touch my hands. Um, Dang. I don't know how much my food was, but I would say it's no more than like $60. Cause I only spend maybe my budget is 150 to 200 for food for the month. Um, And I love going out to like high-end restaurants and stuff like that. Like me and my girl, we love sushi places. So we go to like Honto, um, another sushi place. And I spend less than, again, like five, 10 US dollars. Um, And I'm talking about like super high-end. Like I'm about to send you, (laughs) I'm about to send you the Instagram of one of my favorite places. So you can look at it yourself. I fucking, I love it here. It's just beautiful. Wow.
0: I am. <laughs> I'm about to go there for my birthday this year. Cause ain't no ain't no fucking way. Like, <laughs> like that's what, like I'm looking at it right now. You just said,
1: wow. Yep. Give me one second. I'm going to run to the restroom real quickly, but look, look at it and tell the people.
0: Y'all, <laughs> no, let me just let me just briefly tell y'all how this experience looked. For my Miami folks that are listening, um, my Fort Lauderdale folks, for my people that just even live in the U.S., she just sent me a very high-end restaurant. I'm talking about it, very a, a place that's what y'all would consider Instagrammable. You know, food looks amazing. The photography's on point. Drinks look wow. Drinks look amazing. And to think that I could walk out of here with less than a $50 check is sending me right now. Wow. Wow. I'm even, I'm, I'm even looking just at the menu and stuff and I'm just, y'all, if I was to leave my home today and go downtown or go even anywhere at this point and, and eat at a high end place for me and a, and, and a friend or me and my, my girl me and my family, whatever, we, our bill would be at least
1: $100. Wow. And that price is in pesos, by the way. So definitely make sure to you do your currency conversion. Um, anytime me and my girlfriend go out to eat to any high-end restaurant, the most that we pay is $25 for both of our meals collectively.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna, I think I think I'm I'm gonna come here for my birthday um, in March and I think I'm gonna check out this experience myself. Because you know what, what happens I usually go to a different country here, not every birthday but some birthdays I have or even for my mom's birthday. And we went to these places like, you know, Tulum or Cancun or Puerto Rico but we go to like the tourist areas. But I like that we can still have an amazing experience and not pay a lot of money. Yes. Wow, Brooke. So I have one last question before I wrap this up, because I'm sure for some of our uh, fans, you know, the majority of people that listen are black. Mm -hmm. And as a, you know, as a black woman, I know that you said that you are starting to get um, Spanish lessons, but, do you come across any issues living in Mexico
1: as a black woman? No. That's- and the crazy thing is, um, like, I would say the only issue that I probably have is being an American because they look at us Americans as, like, privileged, right. having certain things and stuff like that. Um, but as a black person or a black woman in particular, no. like, And it's crazy because... Uh, my Spanish teacher, she just taught me something new because colorism is a thing everywhere and she and I heard it was really like on TikTok, it actually made me more aware of how uh, prevalent it is in the uh, Latin American community or like the Spanish community so it's super big and I I didn't understand it because I'm not Spanish so I'm like okay, well, let me ask, you know, my, my Hispanic friend, my Mexican friend, who's also my Spanish teacher. And she was all, she will always talk about how her sister was treated with different privileges than she was because she was technically considered like a darker skin. But I'm like, yo, you're mm-hmm. white. But I'm like, I mean, I'm black. So, and I'm like, brown skin, black. <laughs> right. I'm like, so everybody's lighter than me, but she actually told me something. She said that in Mexico, they like it's colorism so it's like you're a light Mexican or like a white Mexican then you're more privileged if you're a darker Mexican then you know you're not as privileged or you're looked you're looked at as less than but if you're black then you're actually looked at as like a god or a goddess and for the most part like I I, I, (laughs) because when people stare at me down here like they they stare but not in like a negative way like they look at me like so surprised or like I've never seen something like that before. Like for instance, I go to this uh, the frutaria down the street, and uh, everybody's always super nice to me. But the one guy, he just always stares. Like he doesn't say anything. It's kind of like he's like intimidated, and I'm like, why does like why does he <laughs> why does he act like that? Like just staring at my hair and stuff like that, and not in a bad way, but like he's amazed. So by her sharing that information with me, like that they look at us as gods and goddesses, it truly it was just, like, more of an affirmation of, like, this is where you're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Right. Because you're a Black woman who knows your power. You're a Black woman who knows her worth and all of those things. And in the United States, I would get criticized for that. Like, oh, you think you better than everybody? I'm like, no. Like, I just know who I am. And the fact that y'all think that self-hate is supposed to be, like, something that is celebrated, that I can't get with that. Like, I shouldn't be attacked for loving myself. Right. And I was attacked for loving myself. I've always been attacked for loving myself as a black woman in the United States. So when I moved to Mexico and people just started appreciating me for just loving myself, it, it shows. Like So I would say as a black person, no, I don't get looked at differently, especially as a black woman. This is the safest I have ever felt in my entire life. Wow. Um, But as an American, we always going to get those stares because they only know what people show on the TV and they think that all Americans are rich. And uh, honestly, they a lot of almost everybody knows nothing about the things that black people have to go through on a day to day basis in the United States. I know it may be like, what? What do you mean? When I tell y'all they have no fucking idea. They They don't. No idea. because
0: We don't know what's going on over there either
1: exactly so
0: so it's like we can't even be mad that they don't understand what's going on over here
1: yeah and i just i wanted to say that because a lot of black people be thinking that it just like the world is all against us but it's really not it's just a point in time where we really need to really start creating our own narratives because if not then a narrative is going to continue to be created for us and our story is going to be told by someone else so technically it's not going to be our story that's why I like that you started the podcast and I started like I'm super proud of you like I'm happy to be a part of this I meant to say that in the beginning um but I am really proud of you because I we always keep up well we always have kept up with each other and I'm just yeah. like she's doing so good like <laughs> likewise likewise and you're right that's
0: why I created Queer and Cool because it's the same it's it's I don't want to say it's the same thing but it's also like it's almost we're almost having the same conversation because a lot of people in the queer community use because they're queers that they don't have opportunities and they don't have this and I'm like well I'm sorry I'm actually an Afro-Latina black woman who made a lot of opportunities for myself and yes let me admit that I am let me speak for people who don't know who I am that are listening to this because a lot of a good amount of people that listen actually are in Mexico and that's another reason why I'm happy to have you on here because actually we have people in Mexico who listen and I don't know who they are but um, for those who don't know what I look like, I am a light-skinned um, Black woman with, with um, locks. And I am aware of my privilege being light-skinned. So let me, put, let me acknowledge that. But I am a queer woman, and I'm a queer Black woman in Miami. And, li- and with that being said, a lot of us don't get the same... Um, we don't get the same opportunities as the other uh, cisgender, feminine-looking... Uh, Latina women out here, especially the ones that pass as white.
1: Mm -hmm. So,
0: but I have no complaints as I sit in my house making six figures and stuff because Mm -hmm. I have created opportunities for myself. As you said, I have created a narrative for myself. I don't feel bad because I'm lesbian and I don't feel bad because I'm black. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I I damn sure don't feel bad because that I'm a woman. All these things drive me to go harder. So, I agree. I agree. Like, make your own narrative. You know, and another thing is, we don't have to stay here. We don't. Like, <laughs> what like so many people are like, I'm gonna stay here and make my mark. Okay. If you want. but I'm <laughs> <laughs> do what you want, but don't complain about it then. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: seriously and one of my favorite quotes is we have the freedom of choice so much that we can choose bondage yep yep
0: so why the fuck would i want to do that right i'm now i'm over here i'm dead ass you will be seeing me in your city soon and i hope (laughs) i hope that you're still there because I, I've already, I already done found a flight for 397, <laughs> Airbnb on the bungalow on the beach for 200 bucks y'all. Uh, so let me get that straight. What did I say earlier? I said that I took my girl out to some fancy dinner that we didn't even like. It was $400 for the bill. Okay. And the next day we actually went somewhere else that we did like, but the bill was $250. That's a, that's less than this trip here. Yep. And probably going to include the food and the taxi ride, too, because it looks like we can fly straight into the city. You can. So, yeah, you're going to see me soon. I'll be here. Like, it's, and what's the flight time? And how far is this flight?
1: <laughs> you right here, sis, like two hours.
0: <laughs> like, oh, I can go for a quick little weekend vibe, like Labor Day. Like, that's what, yo. Nah, this is the hack, y'all. This is the hack. This is the hack It's exactly what you said. We have a freedom of choice, including bondage. Like find your way out of these situations. We do not have to live like this. And the, and most of my friends work remote and most of my friends have the same privilege as the rest of us with work remote. We are allowed to work wherever the fuck we want. So how I'm looking at it is I might be able here what I'm thinking is here's my goal for 2023, get a temporary visa. Check it out for six months. Rent, you know, not even rent out. Airbnb, my unit, my, I have a two-bedroom It's almost like 1,800 square feet. That would make at least $4,000 a month. My, 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 my mortgage is $2,000. Y'all, I'm giving y'all a hat. This ain't even for Brooklyn because Brooklyn already know what the fuck she's doing. Like <laughs> That's $2,000 profit that would take care of me in another country. That's the hat. That's why you're because... including... Making money.
1: But Um, your cost of living is already taken care of because most people only make like 2,000, 2,500 on their jobs anyway. Yep.
0: And and, and mind you, even my prior job before taxes was about $7,200 a month. So that, I must be, I would be eating out there essentially.
1: Girl, you literally would be rich. I looked at how much I make. I'm like, yo, my currency conversion literally... Is what I think fifty thousand pesos. God damn! Like that's oh yeah, y'all.
0: We don't have to struggle.
1: <laughs> you not. You don't well, like. Struggling. To don't
0: take a reset out the country. Like that is that is wild. That's the world we live in. Damn, that was that is good. And to know that as a black woman, you don't even struggle out there. Like because I thought it was important because I I already know how I. I'm not going to say struggle because that would be a wrong word. But I know how I feel about being a black woman in America, you know. So it's interesting to know that you also feel safer in a, in a country and city that you're not even from.
1: Yeah, I feel way that, safer.
0: That's, that's so deep. That is so deep. Wow, bro. Well, I'm going to wrap it up here because this is this is probably so much information for people. They probably have to listen to this over and over and over. And that's that's why I had to take the time on a Sunday because I'm like, nah, we got to take I need a good block on a Sunday. And you only an hour behind. That's another thing that's that's beautiful to know. So you really aren't that so so disconnected.
1: No, not at all. It's central time here. Um, it's right under, we're like right under Miami. We literally share the same water as Florida and everything right. else. So it's it's a vibe, honestly. It's just like if anyone lived in like Chicago or something. Or Texas. Like,
0: right.
1: Or Texas, yeah.
0: So it's not... <laughs> I just bang. I just banged my knuckle. <laughs> like Bentley, we gotta get on the flight. i'm about to go check my inbox and see if spirit gave me like a hundred dollars off of something for something they probably fucked up on per usual because that is this is interesting i gotta i'm gonna take a solo trip i'm gonna connect with you out there we're gonna take some video footage Mm-hmm. um of, of how you're living to follow up from this episode because i think it's so important to to give people like a perspective on how they could really live too if they just if they just bet on themselves and usually when people bet on themselves they have to tackle something that makes their life maybe a little harder for it to for things for them things to get easier but you basically are betting on yourself of basically
1: just moving yeah that's and it I- the hardest thing about that the hardest thing about betting on yourself is believing in yourself Mm. because that's where people get so hung up at right it's not that people can't bet on themselves but people have a hard time believing in themselves so when people bet on themselves they look on the outside or externally from other people to confirm what they want to do and I'm here to tell you that's not betting on yourself. like you're that means you're still waiting for someone to approve what you feel inside is true, and you're never gonna win like that. And that's like,
0: again, y'all, that's a poor mindset.
1: Poor mindset, lack mindset. If you, if you have to if you have to
0: rely and listen, sometimes we just reach out to our friends because of confirmations. But at the same time, if it's some shit that you know you should do for yourself and you still need a confirmation, that's a poor mindset because what more confirmation do you need outside of what you believe in that way? Let let that be God or the universe. Like that's the only confirmation you fucking need because I am not confirming with my friends who probably are going to tell me not to move to Mexico (laughs) and don't know shit about it. Right. I'm not going to rely on their, on their feedback because most of our friends make a selfish decision anyways. No, don't move because you're moving away from me or most of them don't want some of them secretly don't want you to go because they they want to go
1: and they can't
0: and they can't so yeah. whether they have kids because all right y'all let's be let's keep it a stack maybe if you have kids and a husband whose job is in the US and stuff your situation's different like whatever it may be but if y'all re, y'all all work remote and stuff and y'all have an opportunity to check out something else that might benefit y'all then take it Take it. How I look at it, like how I look at it is if I have the opportunity to, to go check out another country that's beautiful and a lower cost of living and I'm still going to have access to the same resources, if not better, for a quarter of the cost and still can maintain my U.S. business, uh, maintain a U.S. job. What am I really losing? Even if it's just a summer, my girlfriend's off for the summers, for example. So what if I'm just like, well, let's go to let's go to the let's go to Mexico for a summer? What am I losing? So yeah, this was a real ass combo. I gotta thank you again, and I can't wait to you take take a video whenever you have time of uh, some areas that you that you go to. Um, your, your, your home if you're, if you're comfortable with that and just some of your surroundings and we'll make like a little TikTok or something of how it looks on, and put it on top of this episode when we release it because I think this is, this is really, really important and I, I look forward to dropping this episode because I'd like to drop this episode, honestly, in the next few weeks. So definitely uh, send, that, uh, send that over because Queer and Cool is 100% going to be impressed by this.
1: <laughs> I absolutely will. I I'll, I'll definitely get that over to you within the next few days or so. Um I'm I'm excited about it. I'm really really excited. I'm happy again to just I'm honored, I should say, and truly truly happy to be a part of your platform and I'm just happy that you have a platform because it's just like I don't know. For me, um, I've always been like someone who has a super, super huge discernment. And I just always knew you were going to do something great um, just because you're always a leader. So I'm just happy to see that you're truly living in your power that you possess and creating a platform for people to like share their voices, especially uh, the queer community, because I know I've always knew that you were gay, so I don't care. (laughs) I knew, bitch, that you like bitches, so I ain't care about none of that. I always loved you because you've just always been so thorough, like, and anyone who's in Mexico, because a lot of people don't know that Mexicans are very much like black people. Mm-hmm. Um, so for any Mexican that is having trouble or, or or feeling uncomfortable about truly living in their purpose or their power because they don't feel as though they're not going to be accepted, like, just go out there be yourself like Mm -hmm. the people who are going to love you are going to love you and the people who mind truly do not matter like it's just important to really live your authentic self and if that means that you're gay or trans or whatever you are not whatever because there's so many things i can't keep up nowadays but just live your truth
0: (laughs) no but it's yeah like live your truth that's right and you know what for those for the queers that are asking what if we're queer out loud and then Mexico. Honey, do your research because I see gay couples all the time out there living in the same city that she lives in. There's a there's a whole popular couple that lives out there
1: and they are gay, loud and proud. That's it. You just got to be confident in yourself. Like a lot of black women are like, oh, you can't, you know, be black here. You can't be black there. I want y'all to know I went to one of the whitest high schools and I was unapologetically black in that motherfucker. Yep. You understand? Me? Super unapologetically black. And guess what they did? They G- gave me a job in the front office. I did not apply. They sure for that job. Yo, BJ, they literally came to my class like fucking uh what's her name? Ms. Zimmer. Shout out to Ms. Zimmer too. Cause yo, that way she put me the fuck on. She told us about stocks, bonds, all of that type of shit in like the tenth grade. But they literally came to me in class and was like, yo, detective, want to see you. And Detective Szymanski was basically the police officer that ran our school. And he said um, that they had a, a position for me because I went to a vote school. So basically vote mean means you have staff, have student. Um, and again, I was unapologetically black. I was myself in a completely white environment. Like, I want y'all to completely white environment. Like, they didn't even want blacks in that school. Like... And they sat my black ass in the front because I was myself. So be yourself and watch how many doors open up for you. Like yep. that's possible. Like
0: exactly. I'm so glad that you said that because being unapologetically, people ain't got no, ain't gonna do nothing but respect you because they I'm have the no choice. T- I'm the same way in my career. I'm unapologetically black and I'm unapologetically queer. As soon as you go on my LinkedIn, it literally says, "Please be an ally." <laughs> like and and i and i always mention that in my interviews and i always ask you know what is your what is what does diversity and inclusion mean to you i'm not even looking for you guys to have a program but what does it mean to you like because i'm unapologetically black i'm not taking out my locks i'm not going to hide my tattoos you know like i'm i am who i am and i'm making six figures i've been in tech for for quite some years now I have my own thing going on whether it's freelance or it's you know working as a consultant or working out as a full-time employee like I'm unapologetically myself and guess what these these people want want that sometimes because they know if you're going to be unapologetically yourself you're going to do your damn job too
1: yep and you're going to be great at it and
0: you're going to be great at it and that's what I am I'm great I, I want to be great at everything I do I don't do anything that I don't feel like I'm going to I'm not going to be great at even if I have to take my time at something, I'm, I'll be thorough about. Like, listen, I need a bit more time because I'm not gonna half-ass this shit. Even with whether it's podcasting, whether it's at work, whether it's with my app, like I'm not, I'm not gonna half-ass anything that I'm motivated to do. Especially when when I'm getting paid for it. So, yeah, I I agree. Ooh, I'm glad we got to end it on that. And I'll, I I have a feeling you'll be back on this podcast one day. <laughs> <laughs> because this is my, this is definitely going to be one of my favorites. Because many of the times i we've got to, we've got to record episodes, and I, something that I might have learned about a little bit here. But I feel like this was truly one full circle too. I got to learn something about myself, setting intentions, being intentional, and three, about. Really, like you can increase your you can increase your wages, but you can decrease your cost of living, and I think that's one of my goals going into twenty twenty three. So I do want to thank you again for having you on the podcast. Let's give Brooklyn a shout out Woo-hoo! for queer and cool. And what's your Instagram so that way we can make sure that people follow you. And whatever you know you might want to start that business, girl about one about getting people employed with their resumes and stuff and two people might actually reach out to you and you can consult them about moving to Mexico
1: true maybe make make an ebook see I'm I should do the ebook because I'm I'm gonna do that I'm gonna work on an ebook um especially once I get my residency and stuff like that so that way whenever you come to my Instagram instead of like Ask them a whole bunch of questions because I'm not gonna lie, I don't mind answering questions, but no, they it, just
0: need to go read your book.
1: Right, I was about to say, but if 500 people ask me the same question, that's 500 questions, and that's my entire day. So, right, I'm gonna, I'll create that for you all, and I'll just make sure I will put it in like a, um, in my, uh, what's it called, my bio? <laughs>
0: yeah, it can be in your bio. You can upload it to, to like Gumroad or something, or you know, like something that that takes takes a transaction. And yeah, charge people money to, to understand because i they the, the amount of time they're going to spend looking for all this information it could be right in your ebook it could be, it could be a, a checklist it could be some step by steps and now people understand how to go about getting an apartment you know getting getting a, a residency whether it's temporary or permanent you know what you know managing a position in the US while you know while living in Mexico how much you need to be making a, a month in USD pre-tax, like those things would be so useful. I'd even buy that book just as a fresh reminder and, you know, you can definitely get even more granular. I, I think that would definitely make you some extra bread. That might be another couple hundred dollars a month <laughs> and and, and it would just go from there. And that's money you can put back into trading. So, opening up no- another account and leveraging more money. So, definitely.
1: See, wow. that is so true. Look, you just gave me another business idea. I'm <laughs> here for that. I'm going to be working on all of the things, um, but my Instagram is divine bk and it's spelled like the godly version, so it's D-I-V-I-N-E-B-K underscore. Um, it's completely open, and then also click the link in my bio to check out my current YouTube channel slash podcast. Um, I would like to basically, it's called Divine Order. Um, and it's been like a conscious podcast where we, as Black people, have open discussions about the things that we try to hide Ooh. under our beds. So we are dusting out all of that, taking out the dirty laundry, and more content will be coming for that in August. I literally kind of had to take a little break because it was um, a lot for me to transition by myself here. So of Yeah, I couldn't record and um, edit and upload and stuff, so I actually had to hire out for that so my employee starts on Thursday thank god congratulations (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you for that but that's pretty much it definitely connect um if you have any questions feel free to reach out I am really really friendly but I have my days so don't of
0: course well you're also a Sagittarius no I'm just kidding
1: (laughs) I look look that is a factor don't forget (laughs) I am absolutely a Sag with a Gemini rising. So watch oh, out. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Sag rising. So I feel you. Sometimes I be mean, me needing my peace. And, and it's right now, today's Sunday. I have my, my Do Not Disturb on to 7 p.m. And Not <laughs> people, okay. people be like, Brie, you're a Pisces. Like, no, y'all, listen. I was raised by a Leo. Okay. <laughs> we, she and she need her style too. And so the fuck do I. <laughs> I <laughs> so, love Pisces. <high> <laughs> yes. Well, we've always, we've all, you know, as much as we never got to hang out like that in high school, we've always hit it off. Like we've always been like, girl, what you been up to a blah, 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 but now nah, we, we definitely gonna, I'm definitely going to sit down with you and that, and I want to thank you again because yo, you just spit a you spent at least like a couple hundred dollars worth of game in this, if not thousands, to be honest, of, of, <laughs> knowledge you know whether it's been mental whether it's been you know cost of living and moving somewhere else and management you know trading like just I feel like I've learned so much from this and I want to thank you again because this this was big so I'm excited I can't wait to put this out here to the queer and cool community and Yes, and I need to listen to your podcast, so I'll hit you up on Instagram later so I can get, you know, make sure I get that right link and listen to what you putting out there, because content is king, and I, you spend this much on my platform, I can only imagine what you do on your own.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. Like, I I even go back and watch some of my own videos, man, because it's like the growth within our community and within myself. So I'm able to share with our community has like been so fucking inspiring. And I am gonna be completely honest. I used to be someone who was like not afraid, but so introverted. I'm like, you know what? I know the, this stuff. Like I don't really give a damn about those people and stuff like that because I used to feel like people don't listen or people aren't really taking heed to what I had to say. But I'm like, you know what? If I wasn't me. And I needed this information. Like I would look for somebody like me. So I would watch me. Right. And God was like, duh. So what, what does that mean? I was like, you know what, God? I got you. That's right. <laughs> I start. Like even if it doesn't feel perfect to me or right or because i gonna be completely honest, like, I'm not the tech guru, so I probably will be hitting you after this for, like, some consultations as far as, like, oh, what can I do? Like, you put me on game two. You told me about this app. You told me about the video app. I'm like, damn, I'm about to go buy that. Like, <laughs> Right. And you. And the good
0: thing is you don't even have to buy it. You can use, a, you can use the, free
1: the free plan. Yeah. I'm noticing all of that. So it's, like, we really do just kind of put ourselves out there, pour into each, each other. other. And pour it to each other's communities, because at the end of the day, we are still one big community. So I just thank you again for um, having me be a part of your community and on your platform. That's like my heart is warm right now. <laughs> yes,
0: definitely made my Sunday. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, Brooke. I appreciate that. Well, we got to step out. I have to go get to go to the market myself and be like you and get my juices. But I want to thank you again. And I'll talk to you soon.
1: You're very welcome. Peace, everyone. Have a blessed day. Bye, girl.
0: This is Queer and Cool.